Ginger on ginger, ginger on ginger, Jacob has red hair, so does Alex. Hello and welcome to Ginger on Ginger, the podcast where two redhead comedians choose a word, phrase, or concept and then talk about it through their gingery lens. I'm Jacob Godby. I'm Alex Tate. And Alex, today I've chosen an ad that says, for female-focused podcast, uh, which I think is us, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This episode is presented by Curator. Curator is an all-encompassing curated lifestyle membership for the modern woman. With style expert Rachel Zoe at the helm, Curator delivers member value via the curated lens of confidence, convenience, and community. Three C's. Curator delivers coveted name brand fashion, beauty, and home essentials right to your door every season. Each seasonal box of style includes five pieces to elevate your style. The new winter curation features products from trailblazing female founders and designers to help you feel a bit more chic and confident this holiday season. Become a member now to get the winter curation, unlock year-round access to the members-only shop, and receive exclusive member benefits. Rachel Zoe's Curator is exclusively offering our listeners $30 off by using the code PODGO30, that's the number, 30, at curator.com. That's code PODGO30 for $30 off at curator.com. More than just a box, your trusted partner in living a life well curated. That seems right up our alley for uh, yeah. <laughs> who listens to this podcast. <laughs> right on. Right on. Yeah. Um, Jacob, we had Thanksgiving. We did. I uh, I had a lot of fun. You introduced me and my family to the British game show Taskmaster, and then we played yes. the board game version of it. And yes. I want you to know my family, after you left, mentioned it at least once every day how much fun it was. And oh, I agree. Good. It was a great time. I'm so glad. Um, I'm like so obsessed with that show. If you haven't heard of it, um, they have put on seven entire seasons on youtube for free whoever wants to go watch it like full episodes without ads on youtube for free um it's a game show in which five comedians must uh must complete very irreverent and open-ended tasks uh and they do it they do it in funny funny ways um and that's that's about it it sounds stupid i promise you it's hilarious yeah and uh we, I mean, at one point I was tasked, you were the taskmaster, and I was tasked with making the world's smallest sandwich with stuff that was only available in my parents' kitchen. So I opened a packet of oatmeal, I took two pieces of oats, and slapped them together with a little bit of peanut butter. <laughs> yeah. I th- I can't... I- I think I gave you second. Either second or third. Yeah. Yeah. You said it is the smallest, but it wasn't the tastiest. We also, right. you and I were on a team at one point, and we had to create shoes that were both fashionable and functional. So <laughs> yeah, 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 we yeah. taped two shovels to your feet. <laughs> Wait, for, a, for a very specific, we had to come up with what they were functional for. Yeah, and ours were for keeping attackers away, because when you have two shovels sticking off the end of your feet, people can't get that close to you. Yeah, it, it was least... actually proved very effective. It was also, as it turned out to be, directly at penis height. Yeah, 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 which uh, <laughs> we found out by accident. Just yeah, we were demonstrating my nuts, yeah. and I missed your, I missed complete disaster by centimeters. <laughs> <laughs> um, you gave me some stuff uh, to bring back to the runner's edge here in Missoula, and I did that today, and uh, oh, I want yeah. you to know, I walked in, and they dropped everything they were doing, and they went, oh, you're the other ginger. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that feel good? It I does. Talk about, I talk about you all the time. 
And I was like, yeah, I am. And they were like, you're basically famous. And I was like, well, I wouldn't go that far. But uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they say good things, Alex. They miss you. And I uh, said that you miss them. Yeah. And uh, specifically, you miss the uh, after work orgies. But they didn't seem to know about that when I said it. I don't know if they were being coy or uh, or what. Yeah. Fight Club rules, baby. Um yeah, that's a that's a great sequel to Fight Club Orgy Club. <laughs> Just You've don't talk about, about it. <laughs> now Orgy Club. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to recap? I mean, we just saw each other. Usually, our intros are like, "Okay, I have this story to tell you, Alex," and I, it's been so long since we've talked. Yeah, yeah, no, I uh, we, I had we had Black Friday and Small Business Saturday at the store as well, which was surprisingly tame. And I talked to a lot of people. This gave me a, a small glimmer of hope. I talked to a lot of people, and I said, "What'd you do for Thanksgiving?" and Almost every single person I talked to said nothing. I stayed at home and I went, hooray. I don't think very many people are bothered by it either. I've been seeing a lot of people online that are like, I got to stay home and not see my relatives and just hang out with my significant other. And it was great. (laughs) Yeah. I I heard a lot of me and my partner made a ton of food and that's it. (laughs) And that sounds wonderful. That sounds really wonderful. I myself was, you know, and, and you got a test before you came over. I was extremely careful. Yeah. Uh, and so far so good. And you got to meet Floyd, my parents, uh, new puppy. Oh, the cutest. He did do a full blown, uh, dog missile launch attack. As I was sitting on the couch, he came running across (laughs) the living room at full speed, jumped up his chest, hit my head as I was sitting on the couch and I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. I then, you know, it was just wrestling. I was having a fun time, but I pushed him off of me and he rolled onto the couch and I was sitting on the couch and then he immediately, as if it was, you know, something he knew, just chomped my fat roll. Just (laughs) chomped my belly roll. Just And I was like, oh God. And I, (laughs) I was more just embarrassed, I guess, at how it was prominent enough to chew on for a dog. And I was like, damn, that sucks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, I give him practice with my fat rolls, uh, but teach him where, you know, you go for the love handles or, uh, you know, you go for the uh, the titty and he, he knows. He knows. <laughs> the the tit. <laughs> All right, buddy. What's our word of the day? Yeah. Our word phrase or concept today. It's kind of odd that you chose the ad that you chose because it is fashion. Oh, I want to say that was a total coincidence that I went with a fashion yeah, ad. And I know. As I was like, you were reading it and I was like, oh shit. Every time I hear the word fashion, immediately what happens in my head is the song Fashion is Danger by Flight of the Concords. It's a, it's a riff on David Bowie and it just goes fashion, 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 I've never really been a fashionable person. Have you, Alex? No, but I wish I was. I, yeah, you and I have a, have a common friend, Christopher, the other half of super casual with me who kind of coined fashion in Montana. It feels like, and I remember bringing Christopher lots of times to the mall and to H and M. And I was like, dude, just pick out what I should wear. What am I going to look good in? Cause I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. I was, this was inspired by, I was talking to your sister at thanksgiving about the k-pop band bts yes yeah for those behind the scenes yeah uh, i i have no idea what bts stands for i'm sure it stands for something in korean if i had to take a guess um (laughs) uh and i said i 
If you don't know who BTS is, look them up. I think those boys are so, so fashionable. And they look super good and super cool. They look super cool. Have you ever felt cool in your life? I don't know if I've ever felt cool in my whole life. I've been pretty uncool my entire life. And even when, you know, the crowd is like giving us a standing ovation, it's usually at a joke that makes fun of ourselves. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for like comedy reasons. But I've never, you know, and and sometimes I, and then... I just, I look at the BTS guys and I go, well, what are they wearing? And they're wearing like skinny jeans and like an oversized button down shirt. And like, that's with like a loud pattern on it. Yeah. And that's it. Confidence is a big part of it. And, uh, I am probably not as confident as I was like a year ago. I I don't know. My senior year of college when, you know, I lost like 30 pounds. Chris helped me buy some new uh, outfits. And that was like the most confident I've been in my fashion slash body confidence like ever. I, I remember I was tucking in my shirt every day. I was wearing more like yeah. tan slacks or pants instead of like jeans yeah. every day. And 2020 has just all it's just sent that down the shitter. I mean, like jeans or shorts every single day. T-shirts. I got a bleach stain on my T-shirt right now. <laughs> well, I mean. There's something for being comfy, but I, I, I often find myself being ambitious. Like I, I really personally like the look of like loud patterns. Yeah. Like loud patterns and colorful patterns. And I'll buy something like that. Cause I'll be like, yes, it's happening. I'm going to do it. And then I just don't do it. Then I never wear that shirt or that jacket <laughs> or anything like that. And I go, why Why am I like this? I really like... And I'll wear it one, t- I'll wear it one time and people will be like, cool shirt. And I'll be like, all right. Never wear it again. Yeah. I, I think there's something to be said too for... I've always thought of you sort of as like winter fashionable with your like loud Patagonia sweaters and, you know, one. skiing. Well, I have one. I have, okay. And that... That was a big step out. I remember just, it's funny you bring that up. I brought that, I bought that one like, uh, I was 19, I think. I bought that like Patagonia fleece and it was a super loud color. And my mother just went on and on about how much it was different from what I wear slash it, she like liked it. And I still own it because of the compliments I get on it. Yeah. Uh, do you remember my, my biggest fashion statement for a long, long time was very loud sneakers? No. No, okay. Well, yeah, if, when I first met you, I guess I'm trying yeah, to think of that. Yeah. If you go back before we started wearing like nice shoes and stuff to Ginger's on Ice shows, if you go back to our like Stensrud days, I always had like a screaming yellow or green pair of sneakers on, and that was like my my fashion statement. But I, I, on a bigger scale, I want to go back to like winter fashion because that's oh, really yeah. all, that's what Montana is all about. Uh, Columbia, Patagonia, the, these are it's a culture here. People dress wintry and and it's not something that i had for the last couple of years because it wasn't ever cold enough you know in la or in in uh in austin do you own a jacket that like a, a winter jacket say for instance that goes substantially below your waist like a longer no. winter coat that like looks neither do i but i see people in them i see men in them and i'm like that looks good yeah i mean i, I, used I wish to. i looked like that guy but it was more like when I was a kid growing into coats, my parents would buy them too big. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but but no, but I mean like a purpose built, not like a functional jacket. I don't know. Yeah, it yeah, is yeah. functional. Okay. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. You know, all the jackets I own are, I would ski in them. And then yeah. I just happened to use those ski jackets as my walking around jackets. Right, right, right. Um, I complimented your boots over Thanksgiving. I really like the boots that you have. 
Yeah, and see, I was terrified when I bought the, I have a pair of Blundstones. Now they've become like super commonplace, and a bunch of hipsters are all about them. I see them all over the freaking place. But I was terrified. That's the first pair of shoes I've ever owned without laces in my life. Yeah, I feel like I had a pair of those or something, something similar from H&M. I don't know what I did with those. Um, usually, I mean, I, I will say that clothes are bottom of my priority list for me. When my paycheck comes in, I'm paying rent, I'm buying food, I'm putting gas in the car. And then I usually go to like leisure activities after that. Mm. Uh, clothes are like a my mom's in town and she goes, wow, you need some new clothes. And so we go buy new clothes. <laughs> yeah. But you just go to like target. Yeah. My mom's pretty good. She'll, she'll, we, H&M was a, can continues to be like a huge spot for me. I, I, it's pretty affordable, pretty good quality and, you know, somewhat fashionable. We've talked about yeah queer eye on this podcast and yes. how much of an influence tan has been for both of us. Yeah. Yeah. That was a lot of, just eye-opening in general. But however, I watch Queer Eye and I look at someone like Karamo. My my expectations are are of the of the people on Queer Eye, you know, of the people getting getting made over. I'm like, that's what I look like. Yeah. But I look at someone like Karamo and I go, with his loud bomber jacket, he always got a super fucking cool bomber jacket. And I was like, Why yeah, can't he looks I great wear a him. super fucking cool bomber jacket. <laughs> I mean, his skin is also flawless and, and he he literally is maybe one of the most attractive people I've ever seen in my life. But I just, you know, I look at that and that's, that's sometimes I wish I could push it a little further, be a little edgier with my bomber jackets, which I don't even own a single bomber. I don't own a jacket that's not functional. Well, and it has to be functional. Almost everything you own has to be functional for at least four or five months out of the year in Montana. If you live in Los Angeles, like Karamo does, it would be different, you know, like, I, yeah, that one is tough. I, I, I feel you. And I actually had a really, really hard time when I left Montana rebuilding my closet uh because you know there's no seasons and so everything i owned was like autumn colors and a lot of long sleeve shirts i had like i did i hardly ever wear shorts even like in the summer i wear them but here and that's what two or three months out of the year uh so it was it was a big change for me and and i don't think i really fully completed it there are a lot of photos of me doing like artist chic where I have like a band tee on underneath like a plaid shirt, you know, is that, that's like, that's not artist chic. What a, what a statement. That's like, that's like fucking Kurt Cobain. Yeah. 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 Okay. Nineties artist <laughs> chic. Nineties <laughs> grunge. Yeah. 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 I definitely had a little bit of like red heady vetter going on. <laughs> wow. They, you really sounded like you had that stored up for a while. What about, uh, and I, I also bring this up. This is a, this is twofold. My hair is extremely long right now. Not extremely long, but it's, it's longer than I leave it most of the time because I've been avoiding going to, uh, any sort of hair person. But I was thinking about maybe actually getting an, uh, a hairstyle for the first time in my life because Ooh. my hair is so long. I can like do something with it if I, if I wanted to. Yeah. Um, and the style seems to be like super short on the sides and like really long on top or something. I don't know. I was going to ask. I was going to not go to Great Clips and maybe go to an actual barbershop that knows what they're doing. <laughs> you should. You absolutely should. This is the first year in quite a while that I haven't had some sort of hairstyle. I've literally just almost gone down to the bone the last like three times because I don't want to go every, you know, six weeks. But when I was in Los Angeles, I went to this barbershop and... 
uh, it was almost exclusively Spanish speakers. The person who took the money knew how to speak English and that's it. So I love that. I asked, you know, I asked this woman, I was like, can you find the part? And someone had to translate it. And she, you know, so she went really short on the sides and then she used like this little like pencil shaped razor and she Hmm. did my part all the way down to the skin so that the side of my hair was not touching the top of my hair. Gotcha. The hair on the top of my head. You had two sections. Yes. Yes, exactly. And it was like pretty fashionable and it grew in, like it grew in really well. Uh, but, and you'll have to ask friend of the pod, Trevor, Trevor th- saw me that day and was like, Whoa, <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, I know it's the first time, but honestly, until 2020, I I've been, I go way short on the sides, long on top. And then I usually use like Christopher introduced me to pomade in college. I remember the day he said, Oh, do you use pomade? And I went, how do you spell that word? I've never heard it before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think my whole life, I, this is. Uh, a conceited statement. I've had, yeah, and, and you as well. We have really good hair. We have hair yes. that people have been, have told me adults as a child, you know, I was like eight years old and adult women, my mom was talking to would like run their fingers through my hair. Yeah, and be like, me too. You, he just has the best hair. I wish I had hair like that. Oh my God. And I hated them touching my head. I hated it. So I same, would, same. um, I would just like military buzz my hair almost Aww. exclusively till I was like 19. My mother hated it. My mother was like, and I never accepted anything, but you know, one step above bald. And now that I'm adult, I'm a totally over that. But I, because I didn't experiment, I have no idea what to do. And I'm more scared as an adult because I, I don't know why, but if I had like a cool haircut and maybe a cool bomber jacket, I could be cool. You should try it. I think that uh, like a hip runner's story is a great space to try out a new hairstyle and a new bomber's jacket. I think right. you would be accepted there. You absolutely should go get a new hairstyle. And and just I, like you, like you, I do the same thing. I don't know what looks good. The last one, the last haircut I got, I was like, just don't make me look like a white supremacist. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. Yeah, which is what I looked like for the majority of my childhood growing up. I mean, it was a very aggressive look. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk beards. I mean, uh, I I, I like mine. It's full, you know, but I wish that... You've got a great beard. You've got a great beard. Okay, thank you. Being ginger, we have to grow our beards out a little more than other beards. Like, I would kill to have effective five o'clock shadow. Yeah, yeah, and it just doesn't happen. It's got to be longer... It, to, to be effective at all. I'm with you there. Because like right when I'm shaving my beard, I will five o'clock shadow it. Ju- you know, when I'm going like... Just to try it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll go five o'clock shadow. And right when I shave it, I'm like, fuck, why can't it look like this? You know? Yeah. Or I'll, I'll shave it all the way off and it'll grow in. It'll just be like two or three days of growth, maybe something like that. Or maybe even less than that. And it looks perfect. And I'm like, why can't it just stay there forever? But I can never, can never trim it to get to look that way yeah yeah i need to trim mine again like like it's it gets unruly and then i like to cut in the sides so that it like follows my neck and jawline instead of like becoming a neared and just like ever expanding yeah yeah the neards are gross i was watching queer eye everything i know about like self-care and fashion is from queer eye i literally (laughs) learned all of it in the past whatever two years whenever it's not an understatement to say that it changed our lives. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, totally. I remember like, you know, I like, I was like skinny jeans. Fuck no. 
and I like watched Queer Eye and I was like, man, those people look really good in skinny jeans. Uh-huh, and I uh-huh. like bought a pair of skinny jeans and I was like, now I look good in skinny jeans and now I don't wear them. I own them and I still think I look good in them, but I don't wear them. I don't know why. To be honest, I don't fit into any of my skinny jeans anymore. Um, JVN was cutting someone's beard and he said, the line for your neared is your Adam's apple. And for me, I don't think that's true. I think I have a low Adam's apple because one time I let it grow to my Adam's apple and I was like, that's a lot of neared. That's a lot of neared. And I, I'm going to tighten it up. So I, I'm sorry, Javian. I don't go to my Adam's apple. Yeah. And I'm feeling it and I don't either. And by the way, if you don't know what a neared is, it's a neck beard. Oh yeah. It's, it's gross. Yeah, it is gross. Um, but yeah, you've inspired me to go trim my beard a little bit tonight and kind of, <laughs> kind of rein it in a little bit. I don't want, I, I don't like my sideburns. They like go, they grow out and I just, yes, I get like same. wild man beard and I just doesn't look good. Like if I let it go for six months and it was like crazy big, it might work, but I I don't have the guts to do the in-between part, you know? Yeah. It's tough. You, see, you, you could be someone that pulled off like the big ginger beard. Yeah. Like the, the big old gin. You could pull, you're, you have the hair growth for it. Yes. Um, I, my first beard ever is I was, uh, uh, traveling around the world. I traveled around the world when I was 19 and I, um, forgot a razor <laughs> and, um, could I buy one while I was traveling around the world? Sure could. Did I? I did not. And for six months, I just left an untouched beard. Uh, a 19 year old's untouched six month old beard and it was horrendous and i mean truly horrific one of i look at photos from that trip and i go no way no way i um i bought a uh um i forgot my rain jacket as well and i was in southeast asia in the springtime so guess what really really fucking rainy and i bought did i tell you this story have i told you this story already i don't remember continue please i had to go buy a rain jacket in Vietnam because that's where I was at the time and it was pissing down rain and I needed a rain jacket and I just went to like a, a the first like clothing store I saw and they had North Face I'm putting that in quotations because it was not North Face um, <laughs> and uh, and, that, and uh, I said I walked up to the lady and I, I was like towered over this woman I was like uh, two feet taller than her and I was like do in super, you know, miming. And she, she spoke not great English, but she understood me enough considering I don't speak a goddamn word of Vietnamese. Um, I was like, do you have anything that would fit me? I said, I usually wear a size medium. And she like brings me over a medium and it's not even close. It's not even remotely close. Right. Like right, right, we're, yeah. we're not even in the same ballpark. I was like, Oh, we're not even, we're, we, yeah, we're on different planes of existence right now and i said what's the biggest you have and she brought me an extra extra large and it like fit me in the in the chest and in the yeah. shoulders but didn't fit me in the arms i could lift my arms up and the sleeves would come to like midway down my forearms didn't fit my <laughs> arms at all okay so that's i'm just painting this picture because i had this 19 year old disgusting beard i mean it was like scraggly and there was like some six inch long hairs here and there just like hanging off my face and this jacket that didn't fit and on top of that i had sunscreen explode in my backpack the second day <laughs> of my trip and what that did was the sunscreen then it like collected dirt. I tried to like wipe it out and everything, but it was like a dirt magnet. And my backpack was just caked in this like kind of sticky, filthy. I looked legitimately homeless, like a problem. Like I would go into airports and people were like, whoa, 
what's going on there? And I stank and I just, it was bad. I got home and my mom was like, Jesus Christ, what happened on your trip? Yeah. Didn't you lose some weight too while you were gone? Oh yeah. I lost a lot of weight. I wasn't eating good because I, I, I didn't eat very well in Europe. I, I lost most of my weight in Europe, which doesn't sound, which sounds backwards, but that's because I was running out of money. When I got uh, to Europe, uh-huh. I ate I ate pretty well in Southeast Asia because I was I love Asian food and I would just go to whoever I had like no fear in Asia, and I I didn't have any fear in Europe. Well, fear isn't the right. I had fear of prices in Europe. Right. But, I was yeah. like, what Not can the I get? Food, but yeah, because I just come from Southeast Asia, so I was like, what can I get for fifty cents? And I get like a gigantic pho bowl for fifty cents, and I was like, this is unbelievable. This is delicious and amazing. And I said, what can I get for, I don't know, three or four euros? And they were like, you can leave. <laughs> Sweet. I went to Spain. This is, we're way off topic now, but I went to Spain. This is a fun traveler tip. If you go to Spain, um, if you look like you are of college age, go to a bar and just order drinks. Sooner or later, they will just give you food because they assume you are a college student and too poor to afford food. They will just give Aww. you some tapas. It's great. It was great. I did that all the time in Spain. Nice. That's good to know if I ever find myself in Spain. Yeah. That's some I'll fun shave my beard so I lose a few years and uh, yeah. then try and get some free tapas. Hell yeah. I'm trying. This is me announcing to you that I might try to be a little bit more fashionable. And I think you should. I think you absolutely should. And, you know, a lot of people, when they go through big life changes, uh, which you've done in yeah. a couple ways recently, yeah. they, they, they do change. You know, it's, it's, it's basically a stereotype that after someone breaks up, someone changes their hair color or, like, gets a piercing or a tattoo. Yeah. Like, like it's just reinventing yourself. And I think you've That's successfully completed – your first semester of architecture school, I think that you should try something new. And, uh, you know, if it looks good, maybe I'll try something new. Maybe we can uh, we can enter 2021 with, with a little bit of fashion sense. and Ooh, uh, A little bit of pep. Yeah, a whole lot of cool. Yeah, that's, that's, that's me this time. Um, I uh, Also, I've had, uh, I have some scars on my arm from some surgeries. That's a long, not interesting story at all. Everything's totally fine. But I've been waiting yeah. for those scars to heal fully so that I can get tattooed. You can't get a tattoo over a scar until the scar is white. At least that's what I've read on the end. Until that, that means the tattoo is like, or that means the scar is like fully, fully healed. Um, it is when it's like white or not pink anymore. And um, my scars are turning white. So it's funny that you said that because I think I'm going to cut my hair in an interesting way, wear different clothes, and soon I will be getting some tattoos. <laughs> right on. One of our first jokes that we wrote together was uh, I would ask the crowd, you know, what tattoos would you get? And someone would be like, oh, I have a hummingbird. And someone would be like, oh, I have a record player. And I'd be like, cool. I want to get me tattooed on my back so that when I'm getting fucked in the ass, I can maintain eye contact. Yeah. Wow. I remember that joke. I, um, not a good one. Um, I just want to know what tattoo you're going to get. Oh, the, so the two tats, I have scars on both of my forearms. Um, and these scars remind us that the past, the past is rare. I tear my heart open just, just to feel. feel. 
I don't know if um, we have to pay for that or not. <laughs> uh, there's no way we're going to get copyrighted on that fucking rendition. <laughs> Yo, so I used to do like little cartoons. Or I mean, I still do, but, and I would give them out to people and give them out on our shows. And one of them was, uh, it just said Papa Roach's newest album. And then it was like an album cover of the band and the album title was, we still exist. I posted that on Instagram. I added them in it and they liked it. <laughs> Hell yeah. I just yeah. gained a lot more respect for Papa Roach for that. They're pretty self-aware from what I can tell. Um, <laughs> anyway, tattoos, tell me. Oh, so the the first tattoo, it would have got a little serious here, I guess, for a second. But I think I think tattoos are supposed to come with, with a little bit of story behind them, you know? I don't sure. know if I necessarily believe in tattoos just for the sake of wanting a tattoo. I think even the prettiest tattoos can be artwork. They're, or not can be, they are artwork. But it's more it's more meaningful when... There's a story behind it. Uh, the first tattoo w- is was something you were very involved in, and you will know this, but I don't know if you know how much it meant to me. Um, is I, on my left forearm, I want a redwood tree. We went to the redwoods um, in California, and uh, well, that's where the only place they live. And I am not a spiritual person at all, um, but man, I was in a pretty uh, weird place in my life, pretty dark, pretty bad place. We were on tour. But mm-hmm. there was other things going on in my personal life that was pretty awful, and I, I just want to say that's when tours happen is when people are in dark <laughs> moments. Yeah, Nobody's exactly. ever been like, "Well, I'm leaving on tour. I'm happy, and everything in my life is good." Yeah, yeah, I was, I was essentially uh, running away from my problems, and um, I got into the redwoods and just felt different and felt better and calm and peaceful, and there was just these big trees that I just thought. Man, this tree doesn't give a fuck about my problems. <laughs> you know, like this tree's just, it's been here for like 2,000 years. I was just going to say, you know how many people brought their problems to the Redwoods and the Redwoods treats, they treat everyone the same. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's why. And then on the other arm, um, because I'm obsessed with them and I've had, as I've told on this story, I've had up close and personal encounters with them, uh, will probably be a manta ray of some sort. Nice. I wonder if you could combine the two, you know, like a manta ray jumping from the coast onto a redwood. You shouldn't do that. As I'm saying it, don't. (laughs) Only if it's in like some epic like wolf shirt, you know, like the the wolf shirt style. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Only if it's like that cheesy. Like and the moon is out. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. There's you can see constellations and (laughs) yeah, and the the aurora borealis. All three of those things: the moon constellation and the aurora borealis. Somehow you can see all of those. And there's like a there's a manta ray like silhouette silhouetted by the moon. (laughs) (laughs) And this tree that just goes up into the like it it runs from the earth and then it blends into space. You can't see the top of it. Exactly. (laughs) Amazing. Anybody that listens to the show as a t-shirt designer, please design that and we'll split the profits uh, at a healthy margin. You can take yeah. more of them. We're just yeah, the yeah, idea yeah, I was going to say, you, how about 60, 40 your way? We'll just take the 40. You take the 60. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that. I think you should go get some tattoos and, uh, you know, just, yeah, you've been working on the interior, Alex. Time to work on the exterior and I'll, I'll do the same. I'll do the same. Okay. All but right. I don't, I, maybe not a tattoo. I don't know what I want. Or where I would get it. And that's that's been my firm belief for several years now. I'm not opposed. I just don't know what or where. All right, man. You ready for some police bladder? Police bladder. Alex, I psyched you out there. We are not going to do a police bladder this week. I have them, but it's been a while since we've done misconnections. So 
uh, let's do yeah, that. I got some and good ones. I do too, and uh, I I want people to know I'm still representing Austin here. So a lot of these are from Austin. Misconnections, misconnections, misconnections from Craigslist. Misconnections, misconnections, misconnections from Craigslist. This is the longest song that we've done so far on the podcast. I just want to, right off the bat, the very top of the Austin ones tonight, Spyglass Taco Deli guy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that means. Your jams be jamming and your vibes are too. You've got good taste and you're very handsome. You didn't mind me bothering you about what you had playing. That was cool. Thanks again. Send me an email with the name of the band you introduced me to if you'd be interested to get coffee sometime and chat. That's adorable. That's so cute. I hope they find each other. Oh, okay. That was, I was more intrigued about the title, but... It was more normal once you yep. got into it. Um, the first one, so I am still representing Missoula only because, which is where Jacob is, which is funny, but that's only because Bozeman's uh, suck. There's only like three. Um, the first one is called Tall Handsome Gangster Cowboy, Ooh. which is definitely an attention grabber. Um, you were stressed out and had a silver tooth. <laughs> that is the first <laughs> sentence. Yeah. What a what a combo. You were stressed and you also had a silver tooth. You told me about how, how some girl was having your baby soon, but you hadn't Ooh. spoke to, to her for some time. You seem so distraught and troubled and I'd like to help you. I'd like to help you. I could feel your heart was so good, but sad. If you remember me, message me back and tell me what I was wearing. Parentheses. Every girl in my group thought you were either their soulmate you thought you were their soulmate gangster cowboy dj damn right? damn damn uh this one's called thanks offered for taking my virginity <laughs> i'm a oh, mid-20s huh? guy looking to lose it and give the appropriate thanks to the right woman smile emoji <laughs> okay i have yeah, no uh, idea what this person considers as thank you i just want to say i didn't write that <laughs> um but i did write this one it's called lost soulmate where you at, Brandon? Truly miss you so. Same number in email. Every time I post, someone flags it. Nothing in this is against any rules. Anyone in the Austin area knowing Brandon Davis, tell him Wade is looking for him. Thanks. Okay, here we go. Cabela's around 2 p.m. Buy the rifles when you noticed me looking. You were sporting quite a bulge. <laughs> cool. Okay. Hard to know if you would be cool with anything. You had a camo jacket on. Nice. I'm going to say a lot of people in Cabela's have camo jackets and also penises. So yeah. that's pretty yeah, broad. Yeah, yeah. I know someone that works at Cabela's, uh, so maybe she wrote that. Oh, amazing. This one is about us, Alex. Tall, kind, strawberry blonde at the oh, Palmer okay. HEB, which is a grocery store. We are, First neither, of all, tall, we are neither tall nor kind. but continue. Yeah, I am a strawberry blonde. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, thank you for your help. Those tall shelves can be pesky to us ground huggers. Well, I've never heard a short person referred to as a ground hugger, but yeah, well, <laughs> I, I hope I wasn't embarrassing myself chatting you up at the checkout. But even behind that mask, you were pretty cute. Your kindness increased that sex appeal. So I left before making her a complete fool of myself. Dot dot dot. I hope. So on the off chance you see this and you're looking for a little trouble, feel free to write back. That's so badass. <laughs> this this guy's just cool. like, you were really nice and I want to fuck you. Yeah. Um, this one is, I hope you see this question mark from the boy. Ooh. Being in love is so good for you. 
Often when people are newly in love, things that have been bothering them for a long time get better. Something wonderful is calling the majority of their attention. So they're holding themselves in a better vibrational place so ah. the stuff they've been waiting all along can now zoom in. Okay, I don't think that's yeah. quite grammatically correct. It keeps going. Uh, so the stuff they've been waiting all along can now zoom in. Like lasting affection, maybe eternal infatuation with engaging personalities, dash of sass for good, mash, good measure, abracadabra, yes, yes, <laughs> you can see me. Um, okay. So it's a little insane there at the end. I don't know what the hell that's talking about. That's fascinating. Alex, I have... Two, I have a trail segment here. These are both trail ones. First one, yellow yoga shorts, Town Lake Trail. Wow, young lady, you didn't leave much to the imagination Sunday on the trail. Oh, gross. And I have a very vivid imagination. Oh, sorry, I'm saying gross to the guy riding this, not to the person running. She can do whatever she wants. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your mask covered more than your tight shorts. Oh, fuck off. The second one, Cardinal Hill's boner. (laughs) Okay, at least we're, we're up front about this one. Saw you walking your dog this morning. You had an obvious morning boner in your gray sweatpants. Nice. I said, hello. Need relief? Okay. Okay, Alex, this is a a callback. I'm sorry. I'm I'm taking three in a row here. Lost soulmate. Hey, Brandon Davis. I miss your ass. So if you want to, same number and email. What you up to? Anyone know Brandon Davis? Tell him Wade misses him. Oh, man. Wade, uh, you got to move on, dog. (laughs) Wade, it's over, dude. It's okay. I don't it's know right. Brandon Davis, but Wade, yeah, you gotta you gotta move on. You'll find another <laughs> Brandon Davis someday. Yeah, Wade, come on now. It's looking a little desperate. Um, this one is very exciting, and I'm about to pee myself. Okay. Because it's called Shoe Store. <gasps> um, it's um it's called it says hard to believe you recognized me with the mask, but I was internally excited you did and remembered who i was seeing you again after nearly 20 years and you were cute and nice as ever the whole event reminded me why i had such a crush on you back in school i would love to catch up if you're interested sometime i want to say that I, i went and found this it's not the shoe store i visited today this was posted five days ago and also 20 years ago i was in kindergarten <laughs> yeah but well i'm just thinking yeah I'm trying to think if it's someone I know there. Ooh. Ooh. You know, if it's about like one of my coworkers slash friends that I'm I'm still Ooh. very good friends. You gotta do some on. digging, dude. Okay. This one is called At the Club. You and your roommate came in for drinks. Already off to a bad start. Also, a bunch of bars in Missoula have been closed down because they were not following COVID guidelines. Um, and I would and your- I would be hard pressed to describe any bar in Missoula as the club. Oh, yeah, definitely not. There's for sure bars. I don't know what a club is, but it ain't anything in Missoula. Um, Anyway, (laughs) you and your roommate came in for drinks. I was working the DJ booth. You started talking with me about the fact you and your roommate was trying to get some and were obviously annoyed by it, lol. Discussed how you always wanted to be a mom and that we both are fairly antisocial. Showed me a badass cane you made just before we had to part ways. I'd really like to grab a (laughs) drink or coffee with you sometime, but I never got your number. I hope you find this. That's interesting. I hope that that person found this and answers. Uh, Like, huh, that's quite the story. 
All right, Alex, this is the last one. This is from Austin. <clears throat> it's called, I saw you in that red hat and it was over. Not what you think. Not what you think. Okay. I was out one night and saw you in that hat and the sparkly G-string. I knew I wanted you in my life right oh. then. I thought you did too after we did cartwheels together on the lawn after the Indian food. But uh. you accidentally <laughs> gave me the wrong number. Hopefully you see this. <laughs> First of all, I love Indian food, but I would never do cartwheels after I ate it. <laughs> in a in a red G-string. That is asking for trouble. The hat's red. The G-string is sparkly. Oh, excuse me. Well, <laughs> the statement stays. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, that's misconnections. Uh, that's fun. I, I like we mix it up every once in a while. Amazing. Um, yeah, we just have to let the misconnections like. Well, Austin doesn't, but the Missoula ones have to grow a little bit. There's not a ton. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you want to plant some, or you saw me at Runner's Edge and you think I'm cute, write in. <laughs> we'll find it eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you're listening to this and you talk to someone at Runner's Edge that you knew from 20 years ago, also write in. Because yes. this is the closest I've ever come to knowing one of these misconnections. This has got I to be someone i know one time i worked at a call center in college and this girl mel was reading the misconnections while we were at work and one of them was written about her and she was like a whole we started like you know taking votes on whether or not she should reply and like it was it was fun it was a lot of fun oh that is fun well it depends a lot on the mess uh, my gut re instinct was to say yes immediately but then i was like oh no 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 <laughs> no no as we've learned doing misconnections dudes be creepy oh yes yeah, su super gross Anyway, but if you get a cool haircut and, and wear cool clothes, you won't be creepy anymore. So I'm going to give you an ultimatum. Okay. Next week, by the time we record the next episode of the podcast, they have, have done something. Does that sound okay. good? Okay. Yeah. That sounds All like right. a deal. This is a self-care podcast now. We're holding each other accountable. Hooray. Get a shirt that doesn't <laughs> have bleach on it. Okay. I will. I mean, I have some, <laughs> but I'll wear one that doesn't have bleach on it. All right, everybody. Okay. I will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Ginger on Ginger is brought to you by the red hat and G-string that I'm rocking right now. <laughs> <laughs>